LSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls and call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Oh, so, so true. It's so painful to say, but it really doesn't matter who I am. What matters is who you are and that we're getting to hang out together. Uh, That is the important notion of what is going on. Anyways, today is Tuesday, September the 20th of 2022 day 263 of the year and only 102 days remaining so in a few days we will be at double digits on this countdown on as we keep moving forward uh so anyways how are you doing um how are things inside of your neck of the woods are you doing things that are cool things that you are happy about or are you just getting started down this journey as we are hanging out anyways whatever it is i'm sure it's cool as we are doing it anyways we are broadcasting from the safety fm studios in orlando florida and coming across the multiverse known as safety fm and then we are hanging out with our friends and colleagues at that other place that we do stuff at rio Yes, with that being said, a lot of stuff going on yesterday, as you are aware. So maybe it is time for us to start talking immediately about the things that were happening. So let's do that. Here is what was trending. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so of course, making it to the top of the list was hashtag Queen's Funeral. uh, Landed on Twitter's top 10 trends on Monday as Queen Elizabeth was laid to rest. Uh, Hurricane Fiona was trending yesterday after the storm wiped out the power to most of Puerto Rico before crashing into the Dominican Republic. And hashtag House of the Dragon was trending once again following the release of the latest episode in the prequel series to Game of Thrones. So I guess if you'd like to play that stuff and take a listen and a gander of everything that's going on right there, well... That was an important day for you. Anyway, so let's talk about it real quick before we get into our typical news story. So London Bridge is down. Queen Elizabeth II was laid to rest on Monday at Windsor Castle following the massive state funeral at Westminster Abbey attended by the dignitaries from around the world. The, uh, the only senior member of the royal family gathered for the intimate ceremony at St. George Chapel. Her final resting place is alongside the remains of her mother and father, King George VI, and Queen Elizabeth. The Queen's mother and the the King George VI Memorial Chapel nearby are also remains of generation monarchs, including King George III, King George IV, and King George V. The chapel is expected to reopen to the public, allowing visitors for future for the future to pay the respects so there you go 
A lot of stuff going on this morning. Anyways, um, if you are the f- hanging out here for the first time, it's kind of interesting to do so. So let me kind of explain what we do here. We talk about safety in the news, news and safety, and go all around and about on that one. If you want to interact with the show, the easiest way to doing so is by going to callinradio.com. That's callinradio.com. That will get you through the move and the groove of the things that we do around here. Um, I always like to tell people, if you want to watch the visual side of this thing, you can do that. You can put yourself through that torture. We are available at safetyfm.com and click on the section that says visual radio. Yes, visual radio. So there you go. A lot of stuff going on right there as we get to hang out. So what we do is we talk about safety in the news, news and safety. Um, With that being said, I want there to be an understanding that we do bring in some professional broadcasters that know what the hell they're talking about, because I surely do not know what they're talking about. I'm just still just trying to play catch up is the way that it normally works in my neck of the woods. Uh, So with that being said, I think it is time for us to bring in the professional broadcasters and let them tell you what is going on in this lovely world of ours. Here is the news on the Raising Our Safety Show. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. World leaders are gathering in New York City this week for the United Nations General Assembly. The annual gathering of heads of state comes after COVID restrictions prohibited in-person attendance over the past two years. The meeting this year takes place amid the war in Ukraine, global inflation, and ever-increasing climate and extreme weather events. President Biden is expected to address the General Assembly Wednesday. The Senate Minority Leader says President Biden is in fantasy land about the economy. He suggested, quote, we're growing the economy. It's growing in a way that it hasn't in years and years. Mitch McConnell said the economy is actually worse now than during the Trump presidency. He said Democratic policies have caused the economy to shrink. The Kentucky Republican cited shrinkflation as prices go up, but sizes of packages decrease. So the dollar goes even less far. Residents of Jackson, Mississippi are taking action over the city's recent water crisis. Brian Shook reports. A class action lawsuit has been filed against the city and local officials alleging years of neglect. It seeks financial damages and asks the court to force the city to repair its water system. Last week, Jackson had clean water restored after a weeks-long boil water advisory that stemmed from the city's main system failing. I'm Brian Shook. Hurricane Fiona now a major Category 3 storm as it approaches the Turks and Caicos Islands with 115-mile-per-hour winds. This after the system left behind catastrophic flooding and widespread power outages in Puerto Rico. At least two people are confirmed dead. The Biden administration is promising to help as more than 300 FEMA workers are helping to restore power and fix damage on the island. Fiona also made landfall in the Dominican Republic on Monday. And the Philadelphia Eagles are off to a 2-0 start to the season after blowing out the Minnesota Vikings 24-7 in Philadelphia on Monday night. You are listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Listen at your own risk. Rated R Safety Show. From FISA Shore News in Tokyo, I'm Noda Weinig. Japan is being battered by a major typhoon that's sweeping across the country's main island. Two people have died and millions of residents have been evacuated to shelters. A senior Chinese health official has amended his advisory about monkeypox after sparking a backlash over his advice to avoid contact with foreigners. And the United Nations is calling on countries around the world to take bolder action on education. 
safety never sounded so terrible. Rated R Safety Two Show. members of the House January the 6th Committee are introducing a bipartisan bill to prevent another situation similar to that day. Lisa Taylor explains. Republican Liz Cheney and Democrat Zoe Lofgren are introducing the Presidential Election Reform Act more than a year and a half after the Capitol attack. It would overhaul the Electoral Count Act, a law that former President Trump's allies tried to exploit in 2020 to have him stay in power after losing the election. The new bill would make it clear that the vice president's role in counting electoral votes is simply ministerial and will raise the requirement for objecting to electors. I'm Lisa Taylor. Former President Trump's attorneys are resisting a request to elaborate on his claims around declassifying documents seized from his Mar-a-Lago home. The court-appointed special master reviewing documents the FBI seized during last month's raid on Trump's home asked the former president to disclose details about any materials he claims to have declassified. In a court filing Monday, Trump's attorneys urged that the special master drop a part of his plan that includes asking Trump for those details. Attorneys argued it was not a requirement and it could harm Trump's defense against any forthcoming criminal charges. The FBI seized boxes of classified documents from Trump's home in August. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is dismissing accusations that he flew about 50 migrants to Martha's Vineyard as a political stunt. Trey Thomas has a story. Monday, DeSantis claimed the migrants went voluntarily. An investigation has been opened in Texas, where Bear County Sheriff Javier Salazar alleges the migrants were lured, flown to Florida, and ultimately left to fend for themselves at Martha's Vineyard. DeSantis chartered two planes to transport the migrants last week as part of broader efforts by Republicans to bus migrants to Democrat-run cities. I'm Trey Thomas. And rapper Mystical pleading not guilty to charges stemming from an alleged sexual assault and attack in July. He remains behind bars being held without bail. Mark Mayfield, NBC News Radio. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. The WorkWise Summit is an interactive two-day gathering that will bring like-hearted leaders together like never before as we discuss ways to better align HR, safety, and operations around one common goal, creating the future of work together. Day one will focus on self-performance with talks with leading experts on how to live and lead at our best. Day two will focus on organizational performance with discussions on what we can do together to break down silos and foster action. The Work Summit will take place at Coker Tire Museum in Chattanooga, Tennessee on Thursday, September the 22nd and Friday, September the 23rd. For more information, go to worksbees.com forward slash Y Summits. That's W-O-R-K-Z-B-E dot com Y Summit. To some people, the sound of a baby babbling doesn't mean much. But that's not necessarily true. By six months, they're combining vowels and consonants. By nine months, they're trying out different kinds of sounds. And by 12 months, their babbling is beginning to take on some meaning. Especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Early screening and intervention can make a lifetime of difference and unlock a world of possibilities. Take the first step at autismspeaks.org. 
a public service announcement brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. The following is made possible by Dad. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling all over it. <laughs> the Dad Joke. Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. Why do you have to be careful when it's raining cats and dogs? Because you might step in a poodle. <laughs> and kids that spend more time with their dads grow up to be smarter, more successful. Can I tell you a cat joke? Just kidding. <laughs> and with any luck, funnier adults. Why didn't the skeleton go to the dance? Because he didn't have anybody to go with. Dad jokes rule. So take a moment to make a moment and give your kid a laugh. <laughs> It's as easy as going to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. <laughs> That's really funny. What happened to Philip K. Dick from February to March 1974 would change him forever. For the next eight years, he attempted to explain in writing his experience of the entire universe transformed into information. Enter the letters, dreams, and journal entries of the mind behind Blade Runner and a scanner darkly. Learn the genesis of the Valis trilogy and the stories behind other classic Dick novels. Houghton Mifflin Harcourt is proud to present The Exegesis of Philip K. Dick, edited by Pamela Jackson and Jonathan Leapham. Experience the ultimate quest into a cosmic mystery like no other. Touch genius. Who truly cares what this guy has to say? Who gives a shit? Rated R Safety Show. Okay, there you go. 15 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging out on this lovely Tuesday and doing the things that we get to do. So that's always kind of cool that we get to do that. Anyway, so let's start talking real quick about what is going on inside of the world of the news outside here. So let's talk about it. NASA will again test the fuel system on the artemis one rocket hoping to have it solved problems and that scrubbed the two launch windows in the recent weeks teams um have changed out the seal system related to the liquid hydrogen uh fuel pumps in effort to avoid another failed countdown launch results of the test will be announced later on wednesday If everything goes as planned, NASA has an eye for the launch window to be between September the 27th and October the 2nd. So there you go. This will all start going down tomorrow based on what the news is saying. Anyways, a Wall Street Journal reports reveals ridiculous tasks by Airbnb customers are now being required to complete as part of their stay. For those new to Airbnb, um, Airbnb allows homeowners to rent out their private residence or even just a room within it to internet strangers it has been a popular and more affordable option than hotels for years the homeowner keeps the fee and airbnb gets a cut but now customers must do more and more to pay increasingly ridiculous fees on top of the rental fee common tasks include 
doing dishes, stripping bed linens, and sometimes even putting those sheets and pillowcases through the washer and dryer. One guest says they'd receive a penalty if they didn't mow the grass during their stay. What? A penalty for not mowing the grass. Anyways, all told, a couple a couple hundred dollars a night at a hotel where the staff will change the sheets and towels doesn't sound so difficult when you start putting it into um into all that kind of stuff. So let's talk real quick. How have you stayed or how often, if you have, have you stayed at Airbnb? Have you ever used an Airbnb? And have you been requested to do anything kind of strange? Now, I will tell you, um, my last, yeah, I think it was my last stay at an Airbnb. Beautiful place. Beautiful place that I got to stay at. But it was weird. The day that I came to check out, uh, they came by and started counting like the dishes and the towels and all the other stuff that was inside of there. And I was like, I mean, I don't think I had, there should be any concern of me stealing anything. But if that's the concern you have, I get it. But it was kind of weird. Also, I was in a foreign country at the time. So I, I get some of the different things. And it seemed like the area that I was in was more of a party area where people might be doing some things that you know, were not the traditional stuff. But I get it. Um, just some, some level of weird there. Nothing so far seeing where it was requested that uh, you needed to mow the grass. Another pitfall of our society. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, the executive director for the National Coalition of STD Directors says the American sexuality transmitted disease situation is out of control. Cases of syphilis are up 26% year over year, and HIV has increased by up to 16%. As one expert tells the Associated Press, more sexually transmitted infections occur when people are having more unprotected sense. So how could this have happened? Maybe that's the question that people should talk about. And what do you think? What do you think in regards of everything that's going on? Do you think that a lot of things have changed ever since uh, the lockdown? Do you think that there's more people out there uh, doing the deed and all of a sudden being unprotected during that? I'm asking for an opinion. So just let's just make sure that we do understand what we are talking about. Anyways, the next supply chain crisis could hit brewery production thanks to a shortage of carbon dioxide production. As Exios reports, the Jackson Dome in Mississippi is the reservoir with concentrated carbon dioxide left over from the extinct volcano. It was recently unnaturally contaminated and can't be used to bottle any commodity with CO2. So what do you think will happen there? What do you think will happen if the price of beer does skyrocket? I think some people will get nervous in regards to the things that are going on. That is for sure. Anyways, with that being said, I think it is time to bring in some John Small to talk about what's going on inside of the world of the market. Here's your Market Beat Minute for Tuesday, September 20th, 2022. Equities began the week on a stable footing despite the previous week's large decline and the upcoming FOMC announcement Wednesday. The Fed is expected to raise interest rates by 75 basis points Wednesday and provide an outlook for the future of Fed policy. It's largely believed the Fed will continue to raise rates until the beginning of 2023, but at a much slower pace than what has been set so far. The risk is that inflation data will continue to accelerate as it has and push the Fed into ramp 
ramping its posture once again. On the economic front, the NAHB Home Builders Survey declined to a new low as demand and traffic dry up. The news is only the latest in a string of poor housing data that points to a major contraction in the industry and one that will have a rippling effect throughout the economy. Also on tap this week is a read on building permits and housing starts as well as existing home sales and the index of leading indicators. You can get the inside track in your inbox at marketbeatminute.com. Okay, thanks, John Small, for that information right there and what is going on inside of the world of the numbers. So let's talk a little bit more in detail of what was going on. The Dow recovered after a volatile afternoon, ultimately picking up 197 points to close at 31,019. The S&P added 26 points to close at 3,899, and the NASDAQ added about 86 points to close at 11,535. West Texas Intermediate fell to $85 a barrel, and Brent crude closed at $92. The national average price of a gallon of gas was $3.67 on Monday. There was 3,976 flights canceled within, into, and out of the United States on Monday, and about 195 cancellations. Also, Um, With some other info, Bitcoin added about $178 in value, trading around $19,600. So there you go. There's some stuff going on inside of the world of the stocks. So I guess that is something to talk about if you want to look at it with some leniency. Anyways, with it being Tuesday, let's talk real quick about what was going on inside of the world of the charts, according to iTunes and according to Spotify. At the number five spot, according to iTunes, was Morgan Wallen with YouProof. At number four was Elton John and Britney Spears at Hold Me Closer. At number three was One Republic with I Ain't Worried. At number two was David Guerta with I'm Good. And at the number one spot was Kate Brown and Caitlin Brown with Thank God. So taking a look around on the section of Spotify, this is what we had to say over there. One Republic, I Ain't Worried was at number five and number four was harry styles was as it was at number three was post malone and daja cat with i like you at number two was black pink with shutdown and at the number one spot was david guerta with i am good so there you go that is what is going on on that side of the information so always some good stuff as we are talking Anyways, let's get into some things that are going on inside of this world and talking about it because that's going to be important. Did you know this? Well, today's National Voters Registration Day. Trey Thomas has more. In a declaration issued Monday, President Biden called on all eligible Americans to ensure that their registration is up to date and to encourage their family, neighbors, and friends to do the same. Biden said he's issuing an executive order to establish a whole-of-government effort to promote access to voter registration and election information. I'm Trey Thomas. Okay, so there you go. Some interesting information going on right there when it comes to that. Anyways, the Federal Reserve is expected to announce another interest rate hike this week. 
its ongoing effort to curb inflation. Trey Thomas has more. The Fed raised rates by 0.75 percentage points in July after another 0.75 hike in June. At the time, the largest single increase since 1994. After another disappointing inflation report for August, another bump is likely. The Fed has raised the rate a total of four times this year. The Federal Open Market Committee, which sets monetary policy, meets today and tomorrow. I'm Trey Thomas. So how is that affecting you currently? Are you in a home or are you already looking for something else and this has become a issue for you? Or is it one of these things that we talk about this, but it really has no uh, play on what you have going on? I'm just asking the question because I talk to people all the time about some of this stuff and they go, well, it is important, but it's not important. And then it sometimes it is important. So I never know where we stand um, in regards of some of this stuff. So I like to ask questions because, hey, why would we not ask questions about what the hell is going on inside of your world? Of course. Anyway, take a listen to this real quick. Uh, let's see where where did I find this? If I can find it, workers stabbed at a California at a Cali- at a hospital in Panorama City in California. Police say that there is a hunt for a man who stabbed an employee at the hospital in the Panorama City. The doctor describes what police told him about the attack. There was a problem. Um, well, it looks like there was a problem overall with the audio, so let's not even worry about that. But Mission Community Hospital went into lockdown following the stabbing, which happened shortly before 7 o'clock Monday night. The stabbing victim was taken to a different hospital for treatment and arrived in a stable condition. Mission Community Hospital officials say that the suspect and victim did not know each other. The motive is unclear so there you go oh now the audio pops up take a listen somebody came up and uh, one of the employees maybe either as he was coming out or going in somebody came up to him said something to him and then uh, stabbed him what an interesting time when we start talking about some of this stuff anyways take a listen to this real quick non-stop service at atlanta from colorado springs is beginning next summer along with other seasonal announced Uh, flights one traveler says it's much more convenient for her to fly out of colorado springs you know here i live 15 minutes from the airport so i can be dropped off and catch my flight whereas denver um, i would have to find transportation or leave a car there and pay for parking delta airlines is responsible for adding new daily service to the hub in atlanta meaning that a connection to one of the busiest airports in the world this will open up a lot more options for southern colorado to travel south East as a part of the country. Recently, Southwest Airlines announced three seasonal nonstop locations, including Houston, San Antonio, and San Diego. These will take place on certain dates from November to January. So there you go. Some stuff to think about. Anyways, the FBI is working with Colorado law enforcement after a series of threats that were made against schools across Colorado on Monday. Students at Denver East High School say that they just had a lockdown drill last Friday, but were faced with another real thing yesterday. We got um, an announcement on the loudspeaker that we were going into lockdown, but they didn't say if it was a drill or not. School in Denver, Colorado, and Colorado Springs, um, at least four other cities were targeted by the FBI calling swatting incidents as no credible threats were actually found. East High School was evacuated after a 911 caller claiming 
to be a teacher said that they were an active shooter in the school. Other Colorado schools received similar threats, but also turned out to be unfounded, according to authorities. They said that the calls came in around the same time from the same number. An investigation is ongoing. Denver Police Chief Ron Thomas gives the details of the threat for East Denver High School on Monday afternoon. At approximately 1.53, we received a call of an active shooter here at East High School. Uh, specifically, a male caller called in to, uh, to our police dispatch. So there you go. A lot of interesting stuff going on there. You've been hearing quite a bit of stuff regardless to swatching as of late, and that's where people will call in a threat. The SWAT team will be sent out, and then you come to find out that it wasn't a legitimate threat. So it's interesting to see what is going on. In some other news that is circulating, Virginia Republican Governor Glenn Yorkin, or Youngkin, excuse me, is rolling back accommodations for transgender children. Take a listen to what Trey Thomas has to say. A new Virginia Department of Education policy was posted online late last week that will take effect October 27th. Democrat Danica Rome represents Prince William County. We have people dying on our roads at least two to three every single day in Virginia. And our governor's top priority as of Friday is to pick on trans kids. The new policy requires students to use the bathroom that matches the sex they were assigned at birth. Students are also prohibited from changing their name or gender unless legally approved by a parent. I'm Trey Thomas. Explain the legally approved by the parent. I mean, was doesn't it normally have to get legally approved? Like you have to go to court to get your name changed? I mean, I'm just asking the question. I'm not sure what legally approved by a parent means. Maybe that's something that I need to have a better understanding of for sure. Rated R Safety Show. Sarcastic? Never. Okay, so take a listen to this. It's Band Book Weeks. Yeah, Safe School South Florida is marking its annual celebration of freedom to read by donation of LGBTQ plus books. Uh, to the sto- to the Stonewall Museum and Archives in Fort Lauderdale. Executive Director Scott Galvin says the donation is more important than ever this year, thanks to the Florida Parental Rights in Education Law, which uh, opponents call me de- uh, opponents call me call it. Don't say gay law. Take a listen to this. We're trying to make sure that kids are still able to access age-appropriate youth and juvenile LGBT titles that may have been removed from their school. Band Book Week was launched back in 1982. The event sponsored by the coalition organization dedicated to promoting free expression and awareness of harm of censorship. Executive Director Scott Galvin says the donation is more important this year than ever before. So take a listen. Anytime that you start limiting speech and limiting artistic, excuse me, educational uh, knowledge in a classroom, it's a bad thing. Galvin says these books help gay and trans children and teens know that they are other people that look and feel exactly like they do. For them to have a good sense of self-worth, to know that they're not alone out there in the world. So there you go. A lot of information going on with that particular story as we are talking and coming to you from Florida and giving a talk in regards of what is going on inside of that particular world. Anyway, it's currently 31 minutes past the top of the hour. So I think that we are close enough to do this. So maybe we should go ahead and just do it right now. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. 
You know that we get to hang out and we get to do a lot of stuff together, and I am so glad that that is the case because if we weren't um, hanging out together, I am not sure what I would be doing on this lovely Tuesday. That is for sure. So there is no doubts about that. But let me talk to you real quick because I think that sometimes we get slightly confused on some things that happen, and as we get older, we have these expectations that could be or not be true. And maybe that's what we need to talk about. But maybe we should remember that adults get scared too. Yeah, I I want to talk about that. And I want you to think about this. And I will tell you as we talk a little bit more about this, I want to make sure that we're clear that I'm not saying there's monsters in the closet and all of a sudden people are scared. But it's a pretty good bet to say that you are safe and sound when you're at work. So let's let's think about that. So, But sometimes monsters are the least of your worries when you are concerned that funding may be cut when it comes to something related to work, maybe um, cut for something that you're trying to do in process. Maybe you ask for a raise. And these things could actually put you into the worry zone. They can put you into that area where you're not sure on um, what's going to happen next. And listen, there are some times that work and the things that we do inside of work don't make us feel stable or secure, especially with some of the things that are going on nowadays. So I know that we are so busy being afraid that we don't build and maintain relationships with people sometimes, and we pay no extra care or attention to the work that's going on around us. But maybe that that's what we need to um, we need to do. And maybe that's where we need to start having some of these conversations. And people are going to go like, what the hell are you talking about today? And it's okay because, listen, I want, I want to make reference to this. We talk a little bit about the stuff that's going on inside of the world of the news. We talk about what's going on inside of the world of safety. But if you have people that are at your work site that are scared and they are worried about what will happen next inside of the organization, that's something that needs to be addressed. And now we're talking about, you know, the mentality of being fearful of what's going on inside of the organization. And listen, I know that personal security is important. I know that feeling comfortable in let's talk about however level of comfort you want to talk about um, in regards of your workplace. But we have to put into consideration that um, not everything at work is perfect and that as we get older, it is looked upon of uh, not being not being okay to be afraid. Like I will tell you, if somebody walks into the room, room running or something along those lines, I, w- I used to say, oh, whoa, you scared me. And people would correct me and go, no, you mean I startled you. And it's like, what's the difference? Why can't we talk about um, being afraid or that you scared me? Like, why is it not okay to use certain words when it comes to that? And listen, right now with uncertainty, there is a high level of fear. There is a high level of things that people get worried about. And maybe it's time to start considering driving fear as far away as you can from encounters with other people in your workplace. Maybe it's driving them as far away as you can with things that are gone or that are going on. 
I mean, if you treat your work as a place of building an honest sense of personal and professional security, it becomes a different work environment. Imagine inside of your work if you were able to communicate openly and honestly about factors that may have a direct effect upon your future and your organization. I mean, think about it for a second. Think about how those things would change and maybe the level of fear would go away. You don't know what the future will bring. I mean, think about it. We don't. So why is there a level of being afraid? So maybe that's when we start talking and going, let's be honest with each other and communicate about awareness of security and stability and you're in the workplace. Let's talk about what's going on inside of the organization. Listen, it always needs to be to an extent kind of protein. If you drive this sense of fear as low as you can with the facts of just using communication, then sit back and watch a revolution take place inside of your workplace. Seriously. Because the level of fear that occurs because people are not communicating. Because, listen, I will tell you, there has been more places that I have worked at that have problems because of lack of communication than other problems that I've seen within the organization that were supposed to be these mighty morphin power rangers that were supposed to be these big monstrosities that they were never going to be able to move forward from. So what if, what if we had these conversations about why we are afraid with some of the things that are going on at work? Why can't we talk about these things? And Hey, I don't feel comfortable with some of the stuff that's changing along the along the lines here seriously if those conversations could be had how different would your workplace be how different would the environment be how different would things happen inside of the way that work is done listen adults are afraid too think about that one today if you do get the chance to give some thought about what we're talking about here on the Rated R Safety Show. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You're listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. Well, you might be like me and heard all these terms and we're not 100% sure on what they meant. Things is... Mining, blockchain, the Internet of Things. Well, I will tell you, we here at Safety FM have partnered up with a company that will explain this to you and will also have conversations to inform you on how you might have the potential of making passive income by being involved with this. All you need to do is go to safetyfm.com forward slash iHub. They'll discuss blockchain. What exactly is mining? What is cryptocurrency? And what is the Internet of Things? To find out more information, go to safetyfm.com forward slash iHub. That's safetyfm.com forward slash iHub. And don't forget to mention that Jay Allen sent you. Okay, men, this is your time. Maybe you didn't choose this, but you're here now. You're going to go out there. And be an all-star caregiver. It's up to you. So what are you going to do? You're going to go grocery shopping. Cook. Clean. Be there emotionally and physically. you got to dig deeper. 
Drive them to physical therapy, doctor's appointments. Don't you forget about the pharmacy. I know you won't. Because that's what caregivers do. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. This is your time to show the world, your family, and yourself that you're tougher than tough. Now go out there and be the best caregiver this world has ever seen. Caregiving is tougher than tough. Find the care guides you need at aarp.org slash caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Danica Patrick and proud aunt. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing. But not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. One in six. That little girl sitting alone at the playground, she can't play like the other kids. She doesn't have the energy because she's hungry. School lunch will be her only meal today. It breaks my heart that this is the reality in our country, but it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste. This food is then provided to families and children in need. Being a kid should be about using your imagination, learning, and having fun. These children shouldn't have to miss out on simply being a kid because they're hungry. To find out how you can help end childhood hunger in your community, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. So do you feel like you're missing out on what everyone is starting to do now, that live streaming thing, and you don't know where to start or what to do? I have the resource and the information to provide to you in regards on how you can stream onto 40 social media platforms all at one time. Yes, that's 44-0 social media platforms all at one time. All you'll need to do is go to safetyfm.com forward slash one. That's safetyfm.com forward slash one. That's O-N-E. So just in case, and you'll be able to start live streaming just like you're hearing people starting to do right now up to 40 social media platforms. Hey, are you tired of hanging around and talking about safety in a boring kind of format? Well, I got something for you. If you haven't hung out with us yet at safetyfm.com, I'm going to encourage you to do so. Yeah, if you come out to Safety FM, you can come hang out with all kinds of safety professionals. Some are safety professionals. Some are just people that are talking about safety. But we want to do it in a format that makes it fun and entertaining. If you're kind of trying to figure out what the FM portion is, well, we're a radio station and also a podcast network. You can come out, hang out, and listen to my show, The Jay Allen Show. You can listen to Todd Conklin with the pre accident investigation blaine j hoffman with the safety pro the hop nerd sam goodman just to name a few on what could be found on the station different things for different people trying to bring safety in an entertaining form safetyfm.com go to the website download the app and carry it with you all day long safetyfm.com we'll be waiting for you
Okay, there you go. 44 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging out. This is MHC with Calmality. That's the name of the song, just in case. That's Music High Court. That's what that stands for. You are still listening to the Rated R Safety Show. We'd like to thank MHC for allowing us to play this here. This song is readily available on Spotify and iTunes. You can give it a little downloady, downloady, or actually a little stream, however you want to do it. But you know how it goes. Anytime we got some of that techno stuff going on, we kind of go longer. So there you go. Some fun stuff going on right there as we are hanging. Okay, so thanks to MHC for allowing us to play that. Let's get back into the move and groove of things that we have going on because that's going to be important. Anyways, right now, let me tell you about the most important thing that I will tell you in my lifetime, and that's about my friends at 988 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. They can help prevent suicide. The Lifeline provides 24-7 free and confidential support for people in distress and prevention and crisis resources for you and loved ones, and the best practices for professionals in the United States. To find out more information, all you have to do is go to 988lifeline.org. That's 988lifeline.org. Or you can actually just give them a call at 988 or do a little text with the word talk on there to 988, and that will get the whole process moving and grooving. Listen, I will tell you that this is a subject of conversation that we should not be having sometime, but all the time. Because it is the most important thing that we can talk about. That is for sure. Nobody can play your part in this life, and that is for sure. So to find out more information, 988lifeline.org. Let's get into some other things that are going on inside of the world of news as we are talking on this lovely, lovely Tuesday and getting into some of the things that are happening inside of the world. Uh, so with that being said, should we talk about this real quick? Because I think that it's interesting. And we talked earlier about the level of fear that people have. But maybe we should talk a little bit more about what to do if you're looking for a job. And let's talk about LinkedIn mates for a moment. And no, probably not the kind of mates that you're thinking about. But if you are using the network site LinkedIn to search for jobs, it seems that the most effective tactic is to make some brief introductions and form a large network of acquaintances like relationships on the platform. According to a digital labor study, job seekers on LinkedIn who developed weak ties with a broad spectrum of people in their industry are more likely to find new work than those who tend to have that tend to form a fewer but closer long-lasting relationships. Now, here's the oddity. The new study published by MIT, Harvard, and Stanford University's academics showed that the weak tides lead to more job applications and access to more opportunities. The findings suggest that the 1973 networking theory called the strength of weak ties is still relevant among today's algorithm-driven employers. The scientists say that even today, this method leads to more promotions and wage increases, particularly in the world driven by high-tech or remote work. 
So I've got to admit they're probably right because much more likely to recommend for a job by someone who you hardly know. So, I mean, I guess that kind of makes sense. And, well, the only thing that I would tell you that if you want to be on on the on the cool side, be careful and uh, don't post any nudes on there. Always replicated, but never duplicated. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so there you go. That's some information right there with that being said. I mean, it's pretty interesting when you start kind of putting everything into perspective there on what is going on. Uh, that is for sure. Anyways, take a listen to this real quick. Help is on the way from South Florida to Fiona victims in Puerto Rico. Natalie Rodriguez has more info. Hurricane Fiona remains a Category 3 monster with catastrophic flooding and widespread power outages sweeping Puerto Rico. At least two people are dead from the storm. Volunteer-based Global Empowerment Mission, or GEM and Doral, has relief supplies on the way to the island. Fortified partnerships during our involvement with Hurricane Maria allows us to act much more specifically with this disaster. The Biden administration promising more than 300 FEMA workers to help restore power and fix damage on the island. Members of the Miami-Dade Fire Urban Search and Rescue Unit have also deployed to help. Natalie Rodriguez, Miami. Okay, thank you very much for that information right there on what is going on inside of the world. Take a listen to this real quick. Eastern Michigan University has suspended basketball star Amoni Bates after he was arrested over the weekend and charged yesterday with carrying a concealed weapon and altering the identification marks of the firearm. Um, What is it? See, Magistrate Alicia Fink said that the charges are serious enough for a first-time offender. The nature of these particular charges are inherently dangerous. That's why we have laws regulating this kind of thing is so that people have training and licensing. Bates was pulled over for not stopping in an intersection um, inside of the Superior Township and was released on personal bond after pleading not guilty. He is due back in court on October the 6th. Bates had initially uh, committed to the Michigan State, then pulled that uh, that he go to Memphis before transferring back to EMU this summer. So there you go. Some interesting stuff going on there. Take a listen to this. The Weld County Sheriff Office is grieving after the loss of one of their own after an officer was involved in a hit and run on Sunday. Now learn that uh, this is a was an off-duty deputy for Weld County Sheriff's Office, and we certainly extend our condolences. Alexis Hynutz died while riding her personal motorcycle to work. The sheriff's office described her as hard worker, caring deputy, and a positive force with the agency. Investigators say that the other person involved with the crash, Octavio Gonzalez Garcia, who fled the scene on foot and leaving his Ford van behind. According to the evidence, Gonzalez Garcia is residing in the U.S. illegally. Official, uh, off, excuse me, officers say that they found a falsified green card and a fake Social Security in the van. There are also anyone asking for information about the investigation to call Colorado State Patrol investigators at 303-239-4501. That's 303-239-4501. So there you go. Take a listen to this real quick. Muskin County judge candidate Jason Kolkman um, is pleading not guilty to a domestic violence charge after being recorded in mid-August beating his girlfriend with a belt. Donna Pennington was among those protesting outside of the courthouse. If Kolkman is elected, it will be a massive defeat, a massive sign of disrespect, I think, to women. He was arraigned yesterday, and both he and his girlfriend say that he was hitting the chair that she was on and not her with a belt. 
Jason has several documented altercations with her, including throwing a water bottle at her uh, and her at her and her child, and also violated several court orders, like not being allowed to co- um, to contact her after a domestic assault in Isabella County in June. Christina, Christina Foreman um, was part of the protesters against Jason and had his arraignment. It would be dangerous if he became judge because it would be terrible for our community and it would silence more women. Some interesting times going on right there. Anyways, with that being said, let's get into the Motivation Minute with John Small. The Motivation Minute is courtesy of InsuranceChicken.com. Today's quote was submitted by Tracy. Ralph Waldo Emerson said, Friends should be like books, easy to find when you need them, but seldom used. I agree. Do you have a friend who only seems to call when they need something? I try so hard to not be that friend. I want to be known for giving more than I ever ask for. I recently bought a trailer. I was borrowing one from a neighbor and from my brother-in-law all the time. Now I have my own trailer, and I'm proud to say I've already loaned it out a few times, too. I really don't mind. It actually felt good being on the lending side rather than the borrowing side. It's good to be a friend, and it's amazing to be there to help others. But make sure you give more than you take. This has been today's Motivation Minute, courtesy of InsuranceChicken.com. They're known for insurance quotes. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs at MotivationMinute.org. Your Wellness Minute is brought to you by AlessaMorgan.com. A state of focus arises from multiple systems in the brain, but there are some basic neurochemicals that underlie focus. Here are some ways to increase your levels according to peer-reviewed research. First is deliberate cold exposure. It is known to dramatically increase dopamine and norepinephrine levels for 1-3 to hours. Second is alpha-GPC. 300 mg is known to increase acetylcholine for 1-2 to hours. Third is caffeine. 100 to 300 milligrams is known to increase dopamine receptor numbers and sensitivity, which increases the effectiveness of dopamine. People with anxiety should be cautious with caffeine use. Next is daily 13-minute meditation. It has been shown to increase focus capacity in a sustained way, meaning not just immediately after meditation. For more, check out alessamorgan.com. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. We did our safety show. Okay, there you go. 54 minutes past the top of the hour. At the top of the hour, I will be going over to RadioBig.fm exclusively. So if you want to come over, hang out over there as we will be doing some music stuff and all that kind of fun stuff. So you can hang out or if you can keep it locked here on Safety FM and taking a listen to what we got going on with our next show related to safety right here. Anyways, with that being said, let's talk about some things that are going on inside of the world. No winner for Friday night's Mega Million drawing. Tonight's drawing will be for $277 million or $149 million jackpot. So there you go. If you want to play, you have some time to do so still because, you know, that's not until later this evening. Anyways, if you're looking at some things that happened back on this date, let's talk about them real quick. So let's take a look. Back in 2011, the U.S. ends don't ask, don't tell policy. The move allows gay men and women to serve openly in the military for the first time. That occurred back in 2011. 11. If we're looking at some birthdays that occurred today, let's talk about some of those. Trevin Diggs, 24. Spencer Locke, 31. Phillips Phillips, 32. John Tavares, 32. Mallory Everton, 33. 
Khabib Nurmagomedov, 34, Young Jock, 45, uh, John Methal, 46, Marcel Visages, 54, George R.R. R. Martin, yeah, that guy, 74, Sophia Lauren turns 88, so that's some birthdays that are going on today. If you are looking at some reasons to celebrate, well, today's National Punch Day, and I'm talking about the drink not going around punching people, and National String Cheese Day, so that's some stuff to um, take a gander at if you're so inclined to do so. So there you go. Anyways, um, take a listen to this real quick. We're going to talk about um, some of the things that are going on inside of the world. So let's talk about this. Broward Commissioner are weighing in on whether or not to adopt a new ordinance dividing an anti-Semitism and bias-motivated hate crimes. Commissioner Steve Geller says that he thinks that it's necessary to surge the anti-Semitic incidents like flyers being distributed in Fort Lauderdale with messages saying Hitler was right. Many counties and cities, including many ones in Miami, have already adopted that. Many uh, states and, and in fact some countries have adopted it because it's an international definition. The flyers found in bags full of rocks that have been found in Miami-Dade, Palm Beach counties as well. At least eight other states have been targeted, including Alabama, California, and Texas. Commissioner Steve Geller says that he thinks that the ordinance is necessary. There has been a massive increase in anti-Semitism over the past couple of years, anti-Semitic attacks. And um, so that's why I'm bringing this up. Geller came up with the proposal due to the surge of anti-Semitic attacks and thinks that it it began during the Trump presidency. Do I believe that some of the remarks that he has made about good people on both sides and things like that have encouraged anti-Semitic groups? Yes. Okay, so there you go. That's what's going on on that section of the news. Let's talk real quick if we can. If you need a random joke for today, you haven't experienced awkward until you tickle someone who isn't ticklish. If you need a phone starter for today, try this. What ridiculous and untrue yet slightly possible theories can can you come up with for the cause that your common elements like headaches or cavities? If you need something for the water cooler, try this one. Question, if, you, if you're average, you have three of these and you probably only use two of them. What are they? email addresses so there you go anyways thank you for taking a listen to what the hell we have going on here today on the show we couldn't do the show without you the most important part of radio big and safety fm and that is the listener that is for sure if i can leave you with a deep thought for today i would love to leave you with this one it is better to fall in original it is better to fail in originality than succeed in imitation why imitate when you can be the one the true and the original there you go. Anyways, I know who you are. Duh. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.